0: Hallelujah. Who's visiting with us for the first time? Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Happy new month. Happy new month, the month of September. We were here in prayer yesterday morning and and uh, thanking the Lord for all that he's done on this year of 2023, and just to think that it's not over. Amen. Uh, When I say that this is going to be your greatest month, I don't say it just to make you feel good, though I want you to feel good, but more more than that, I want you to believe it. Amen. Amen, because we serve a God that You know, if you allow him to, he'll take you from faith to faith, from victory to victory, from glory to glory, and from strength to strength. The Bible says that we are ever increasing in the Lord. And so a new month means a greater level. Who believes that? Hallelujah. A new month means a greater level. Amen. Uh, Greater discoveries. Praise the Lord. Greater encounters. Divine visitations. Favor upon favor. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we've had a great, great um, year so far. Um, it's, it's, it's been supernatural at what the Lord has done and is doing. And um, I want to uh, congratulate everyone that got water baptized last week. Yeah. Amen. We had 25 people that, that signed up and uh, five more jumped in praise the Lord it's all it's all right it's all good <laughs> and so 30 people were water baptized that's great amen and all the the so it, congratulations to new beginnings amen hallelujah we had 14 decisions for Christ through the call center this past week and many prayed for so praise the Lord for that uh, 14. Decisions. What is follow-up? It's um, we do follow-ups. We do many outreaches, but we we grab their information and we like to check up on people because you know we want them to get connected. We want we know that it's 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 gonna be good for them to get planted in the house of the Lord, Amen, and to grow and to go from where they are to where God will have them to be. God has a special special plan for each and every one of them, and, and it's important that people are planted in the house of the Lord so that they can be taught and so that they can grow into everything that God has for them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so uh, it's amazing what God is doing through the call center. Um, also, uh, I mentioned this last week, but we had our first um uh, uh, meeting about it we in december you know time flies i told my husband wait next one's october <laughs> and so uh, october november december and then that's uh, 2023's history and it you know it's 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 you know the 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 the, the 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 time is 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 flying but it's it's a sign of the time as well and and of the end times and so but um I was uh, just thinking how fast things are moving, but I I was excited that we have the opportunity in December, like I think it's like the first or second week of December, that we're going to be headed to the men's prison at the Clemens unit, and uh, I know we have a group of men that went a couple of weeks ago, and they had a, they preached the gospel, they testified of the goodness of God, and 50 men gave their lives to Jesus Christ at the prison, and so I was told about a program that they do for the inmates and I, do we have the video I want you to just capture a little bit of what this is gonna be and then uh, just so you'll know what, what what's happening this is just a video of one. Isn't that awesome? So it's just a small video. <laughs> yeah, some of you are crying. That was me. I was like, <laughs> but prison ministry. We go to the women's prison as well. It's one of my favorite uh, uh, things to do to go and minister to the, the the ladies at the prison. We don't us the women here at the Power Love Church don't go to the men's uh, prison, but we will for this one with the men. And uh, um, so we have the opportunity to to go and put a program together for 17 inmates. Um, so they, they, they chose 17 men uh, that uh, are going to have, they're going to, two of their children are going to be able to come during Christmas and spend time with them. They're going to give us six hours, and they, 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 they let us be in charge of what's going to happen in those six hours. <laughs> and so, and so, so, we're putting a whole program together for them. We are actually going to buy gifts for their children, but we're going to give it to the fathers as if the fathers were giving it to their children. You know, during the you know, the holiday seasons is a very uh, great times for everybody, but for some people it's some of the toughest. Because they're away from the family, or they, you know, lost family members, or whatnot. But, but we're gonna we're gonna be able to be a blessing to the men at the Clemens Unit that they were chosen for this program. So we have seventeen men. Uh, each there's about twenty-eight kids. Then uh, the caretakers gonna be able to be there as well as well. And then so we're gonna put a service together. We get to feed them. You know, we were talking with Brother Ram, with my husband, and we actually have, y'all heard of him, JR, Brother JR, he's part of the team, and I was so happy because Brother JR was one of the the men that was incarcerated in prison, and they, he was one of the guys that was chosen for his kids to come and be a part, stand up, JR, and look at him now. Just walk up here, JR, just just walk up here. (laughs) Come on. And so and so this man right here was like give, giving us all the insight, and he was sharing his heart as to how it impacted his life, how he was able to see his children. And it wasn't during Christmas, but he said it meant the world. It meant the world to him. And so he's part of the team that's gonna be going, and now he's on the other side. It's, thank you, Brother JR. And so uh, we're going to feed, we're going to do a service, we're going to feed them. Uh, we're going to be there six hours, so I said, let's do brunch, snacks, and the greatest lunch they ever had since they've been there. You know, let's see if we can take whatever, let's see how much we can take in there, because we want to be such a blessing to them. I mean, you know, I said, what did they feed you? And he said, pizza. Well, what, what do we do? Tamales and rice and turkey and gravy and just, you know... Leave them like, dang. (laughs) And then so we want to do a gift for the the men. We want to do a gift for the the caretakers because, you know, they're the ones that are caring for the children and stuff like that. So we want to be a blessing to everyone there. And then you can be a part of that. How? through your giving amen you can get involved you might not go there uh but you can be a part of it by your giving amen and, and 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 being a part of that and and so i want to encourage you to be praying about that see what the lord will have you do how do how do i do that pastor sandy you know anytime you can grab an envelope uh from here until then and i think our deadline is in sometime in november we have to have everything said before Thanksgiving, I believe. And so you can just put it on there for the, the men's prison Christmas program. And all that will go towards that. We're going to decorate. We're going to do crabs. We're going to feed them. We're going to gift them. We're going to love on them. But most importantly, we're going to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we intend to do that not just for the, for the, 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 the men there, but for the, the visitors that come to bring the children and for the children. Everyone is going to be impacted. <laughs> Hallelujah. So isn't that awesome? It's amazing. And so I want to thank you in advance for everyone that, that, that uh, gets involved any way that you can. Be praying as well. You can get involved that way as well. And so it's going to be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be continuing on last week. Um, I, I began to share with you on how through the the the, the encounter of Jabez uh, found in First Chronicles chapter four, verse nine and ten. Um, I guess we can go there. Let's let's go there. But I'm going to continue. And just go a, a a a different direction, but is also connected. Uh, in first chronicles chapter four, verse uh, nine and ten, it says, if you when you're there, say amen. It says, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez. Say Javis. Jabez, saying, Because I bear him in sorrows. So his name meant something, and back in the Bible times, your name. Uh, what your, your your name meant, the kind of person you were or the kind of life that you would live. And in this case, for whatever reason, uh, it says that uh, she named him Jabez because she bare him in sorrow. So his name meant pain, distress, hardship, regret, and sorrow. That's what his life was going to be. But, say but. That's a good but. Amen. It says in verse 10, and Jabez... Called on the God of Israel. Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. Jabus, in spite of his, his his name, in spite of his circumstance, in spite of what his destiny was, going, uh, was written out to be, uh, the Bible says that he called out to the God of Israel. So as I mentioned last week, that obviously he had heard of how wonderful the God of Israel was. Amen. He had heard. Say he heard. It's important that you hear. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. And so he called on the God of Israel. Obviously, he had heard that, that the, God of Is, how the God of Israel had let the, the, the children of Israel out of Egypt. How he had led them through dry ground in, uh, in the sea. How he had fed them with manna. How he had gave them quail. How he had made water come out of a rock. How he had a cloud that followed them by day to cover them from the heat and a pillar of fire by night he heard that the god of israel was mighty mighty hallelujah and so he cried out to the god of israel and he cried out and he said oh that thou wouldst bless me that your hand might be with me in other words change my story lord (laughs) hallelujah how many of you know that God is not deaf that God is not a God that he should lie that God is not a respecter of people that what he does for one he'll do for another how many of you know that God doesn't change there's no shadow of turning in him Hallelujah. And so the Bible doesn't end there. The the scripture doesn't end there. That after he cried out to the God of Israel, it says, And God granted him that which he requested. God heard his cry and God granted him his prayer. God will do the same thing for you. No matter what. Your circumstance is, no matter what you're going through, no matter what has been said, that that's just the way it's going to be for you and your family. No matter what the doctor has said, you have the ability by the word of God and by the God that you serve to change your story around. God doesn't favor Jabez and, and, and not you. In fact, I said last week that, you know, that, 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 that this is great, but you are, you are a, a, on a much better covenant based upon much better promises. And if God did that for him, imagine what God will do for you. You know, you have my, my friend right here that came up that, that, that I told you about, uh, um, JR. You know, he was a Jabez at one point and cried out to God. And dare to believe that God will do what God says he could do. Amen. Because you must. The Bible says he who comes to God must believe that God is God and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And J.R. cried out to God and said, have mercy on me, Lord. Look at my sorry situation. But God is not moved by your circumstance. He's not moved by your situation. You can cry until next year and nothing's going to change until you hear that God is God and that his word is true. And you cry out with a genuine heart and act on it and God does it for you. He's done it for JR. He's done it for for many people in this house. Come on, if God heard your cry and changed your story around, why don't you stand up as a witness? The whole church ought to be in their all right, sit down. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He's a good God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And so I want to continue on those lines. Amen. Because I want to, I want to say to you this morning that you too can receive your turnaround but you don't know what I'm going through. I don't have to know. I'm not God. God is God. But you don't know what they said. It doesn't, listen. Uh, uh, Pastor John Osteen would always say, you either have a big God and a little devil or a little devil and a big God. Whatever you magnified is what's always going to be big in your life. So why don't you start magnifying how big the God that you serve is? Amen. And when you, when God is big in your life, because you magnify him, then everything else seems like a piece of cake. Amen. And so we've seen what happened in the life of Jabez. We've seen what happened in the life of my brother, JR. I mentioned the testimony of my brother, uh, Chris and his wife, homeless on the parking lot of, of Home Depot, you know? Uh, and so and, but but look at the, the change that only God could do. You can receive your turnaround. You can receive your turnaround but note this, if you want what these people received, you got to be willing to do what they did. Amen. If you want what people have received, you got to be willing to do what they done. Amen. Nothing changed just because it takes change to get change. People, uh, you know, are are get get deceived thinking that there uh, there's gonna uh, there's gonna be a change that comes in, into their life with absolutely n- doing nothing. Even the job, you know, job. Uh, um in spite of everything that he went through one thing that he had clear in his heart and in his mind the God that he served. He had an understanding of how awesome the God that he served was so that to the to the point that in spite of everything he went through. In spite of all the things that he went through. That 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 when you know when he should have gave up he couldn't because he was too aware the scripture says that Job said, there is a mighty, uh, there, there is an ultimate change that is about to come for me. He quoted that. It's in the book of Job. He said, there is an ultimate change that awaited me. So what he was saying is, yeah, these things are happening, but there is a change that is about to take place in my life. And you can't make these things up. You can't just pretend. I can't pretend. Oh, I know God. Yeah, he's big, he's mighty, and we sing a song, you know. But there's no revelation. There's no enlightenment. There's no, you know, you say you believe, but the first hardship comes, you crumble. You know? Somebody rubs you the wrong way and gets you moved. You know? you, you. No, people that are aware and that they know The God that they serve, you can, you can, you can mess them up. They count it all joy. Not that they're going through hardships, but the God that they serve. That's why David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I don't fear no evil. Why? Because a shadow of death cannot kill me, it can only try to scare me to death. For my God is with me. He knew my God is with me. How many of you know my God is with me? How many of you know your God is with you? Praise the Lord. And so you 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 gotta be willing to do what people in the Bible have done. Amen. Find out. Get around JR. Tell me how did that happen for you? Because I'm trying. How did it happen? I mean, you were in prison. You lost your family and now you're together and you're serving the Lord. You're an usher, you're looking sharp. And how did it happen? <laughs> how did it happen, Chris? You were homeless and and, and you know, didn't have nowhere to stay. And, and and look at you now with your wife and you're free, no drug addiction, no bondage, no Look at the radiance in their face. They're glowing. How did it happen? And all you can say is, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jesus. How did did the the, the head usher right here, Mr. Carlos? (laughs) An alcoholic for 30 plus years. (laughs) He was telling me, he was telling me in the office that um because we know uh, uh one of my friends evangelists that came through here when we our early years of the power of love church it was like around 2012 2013 and he had uh was wondering if you know if if it was him the one you know just just anyways um that he had uh seen or or he had won something but anyways and I said yeah that's him and he, he you know he he told me and he's doesn't mind me telling telling them this he said he said you because his wife had really gotten touched during those meetings he says you know that during those meetings I was so mad because he went so long he said because I was still drinking he says and he went after 12 and he was barely going to do the offering after 12 and and I knew that when I left the 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 place where I could buy you know alcohol was going to be closed and I went mad that day But but <laughs> I said wow but God somebody shout Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah but Jesus Hebrews 13:8 I know it's very familiar but I want you to look at it with your own eyes Hebrews 13:8 Hallelujah Who's glad they came to the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Hebrews thirteen eight. I want you to, I'm, I'm, I, I can quote it to you, but I want you to turn there because I want you to look at it. It says here, Jesus Christ, who? The same yesterday, today, and forever. I want us to read this. Together, let's see if we can pull this off. When I count to three, read it like you believe it and like you mean it. One, two, three. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Read it one more time. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. One more time. When the truth of this scripture sings into your spirit, it will eliminate every form of fear and doubt about God's will to make you whole. Do you believe that? Jesus Christ, the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. The truth that Jesus does not change provides a sure anchor, a sure anchor for our faith. It provides a sure, an assurance uh, 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 for our faith that he has, doesn't change That he won't change, that what he did back then, he's still doing it now. We heard about Jabez, and then we heard about JR. (laughs) That was good, right? We heard about Jabez, we heard about JR, and we heard about Chris. We heard about Jabez, we heard about JR, we heard about Chris, we heard about Brother Carlos. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever you know I was reading uh, I began to read the gospels I just going over and writing down and documenting all the miracles and all the healings that Jesus was doing and 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 the Bible says in John 21. Uh, Verse 25, that Jesus also did many other things. Say many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. Of all the things that Jesus did. Imagine if you look through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And look at all the wonderful miracles and encounters that everyone that came to Jesus never left his presence the same. And and to think that those are just some things that were written and recorded because there will be no enough room in the world to contain all the wonderful things that Jesus did. I believe one day we'll get to be in heaven and be like, Jesus, show us. Can we have a movie night, Jesus? Just just show us. Show us everything. I don't know, professor, is that possible? I don't know. (laughs) But it will be awesome, right? It would be awesome. Jesus is good. Glory be to God. And so just the very the this very, you know, simple scripture. If you just just get this in your spirit and let it be in a, a sure anchor for your faith. You know, and then when you begin to to, to re, you know to go over the wonderful things that Jesus did, when you begin to look at people's testimonies and how God, you know, took them from, from the bottom and put them on the top, and how God brought people out of the pen, out of drug addictions, out of being lost, broke. For you that if that Jesus, the same Jesus that did it for them is the same Jesus that will do it for you. If you only believe Jesus Christ the same. For some of you, it might be a little difficult, but God will help you. Because you've had people change on you. You You've people tell you one thing and then they tell you another. You have people that walked away from you. You you have trust issues. But can I tell you something? Jesus can be trusted. And the more that you draw near to him, he draws near to you. If you abide in him and he abides in you, Jesus said you can ask what you will and it will be done unto you. He's a good God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I see that change coming to you today in the mighty name of Jesus. This scripture tells us about Jesus. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. It declares something about what he was in the past, what he will always be in the future, and what he is this very day. I have some things written down here about Jesus, about the miracles that he did. The lame walked. The blind could see. The prisoner was set free. The demon possessed was delivered. Hallelujah. The dead was raised to life. Jesus was a miracle worker. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Jesus went around doing good. Every good and perfect thing comes from above. The father of lights. God is not a two-face. He's not one way today and another way tomorrow. He changed it not. How many of you are glad about that? His word is forever settled in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so the scripture tells us that uh, uh, and declares something about what he was in the past, what he will always be in the future, and what he is this very day. What kind of person was Jesus? Just sharing these things with you, wouldn't you agree that he was a healer of the sick, he was a deliverer of the oppressed. Amen. That those that came to him didn't leave as they were. That no one that encountered Jesus left his company the same. No one could read the Bible and doubt that. You can't because it shows you, it tells you. Matthew 9:35. It says this, And Jesus went about all the cities and all the villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. The Bible says that many will come to hear just like you've come this morning to hear. But don't miss this. Every time that it say that they came to hear, it says that they came to hear and be healed. Maybe you don't need a, a healing for a sickness, but maybe you need a deliverance. Maybe you need a freedom and a liberty of whatever it is. Maybe you need a restoration. I don't know. I don't need to know. But you know, and all that matters is that you come to hear about this Jesus that doesn't change and determine that I'm not just going to hear, but I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be set free from addiction. I'm going to be uh, uh, liberated from whatever it is that is holding you down or limiting you. If you believe that, say amen. They came to hear. And they came to be healed. Jabez heard. And he, his whole life changed. These people here heard. And their whole lives changed. As you hear, your story will change. In the name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. If he is the same today then there's hope for you. There's hope for every person. Amen. If he is the same, he is the same today, then there's your hope. Your, sto- your, your end is not going to be the one that you don't desire. Your children's story is not going to be the one that it's not uh, 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 matching to your prayer request. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your business is not going to go under. Glory to God. That sickness is not going to take you out. Glory to God. If he is the same today, then there is hope in Jesus Christ. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Mark six fifty six declares. And whithersoever he entered. Who am I talking about? Jesus. Say Jesus real loud. That's where I want you to connect your faith this morning. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick on the streets and besought him that they might touch, if it were, but the border of his garment. They heard of him. Blind Barnabas heard of him. As I said last week, and as he heard that the master Jesus was passing by, he yelled out in desperation, Jesus, uh, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus came to him and, 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 and restored his sight. And they, everyone magnified the Lord for what he had done in, the, in his life. Everyone will magnify God when they see what God has done in his life. We're magnifying today because of the, what he did in the life of Jabez. We magnify him and we glorify him today because of what he did in the life of Jr. We magnify him for what he's done in the lives of everyone that has come to this, that has come to Jesus and received the change that they desire of him. He gets the glory. He's mighty to save. He's the only one that can heal and deliver and set free. Only Jesus. Somebody shout, only Jesus. And Jesus and His Word are one. It says that they 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 brought the sick and laid them on the street uh, uh, and besought Him that He might uh, that they might touch if it were, but the border of His garment. And as many, important to note, as many. As touched him, were made whole. Who came to touch him this morning? How do you touch him? You take him at his word. You believe his word. Hallelujah! As many. That means Jesus didn't go around saying picking who he wanted heal or not. As many. He died for all, but do all come to him? He paid a price for healing for all, as many as touched him, the Bible says, were uh, made whole. Jesus was a healer. What he was yesterday, he is today. The Bible says that the word, that Jesus and the word are one. That the word of God is life unto those that find it healing and health to their bodies. The word of God is powerful. And as you're receiving it this morning, it's doing something on the inside of you. Do you believe that? It's doing something on the inside of you. It's like a surgeon's scalpel that goes where the hand of man cannot go. Right now, it's like you're at the surgeon's table. Don't move too much. I'm just kidding. Praise the name of the Lord. I, was, I received a, a message, a testimony of somebody that had visited a couple of times that normally never went to church. And, um, and uh, um, they, they had attended a couple of services, maybe like three services with a family member. But this man really never wanted to have much to do with the things of God. Church will kind of always irritate him. Uh, you know, and, uh, and, and so he had his own lifestyle doing things how he wanted to do him. And, but, but all of a sudden, um, the, he came one time, the first time that he came, he didn't know within, but something began to happen on the inside of him. And so I heard that for over 50 years, this man was deaf in one ear and always had a hard time hearing, but all of a sudden when he was sharing this testimony, his family rejoiced and said, wow, dad, you know, we've been praying for you. We've been praying for you. And, and, and they went on to tell me that they, they were surprised at, at, at his response when they said that. They said, we, because he could hear now from one ear. He was totally deaf, but he can, he can hear Uh, uh, he's beginning to hear in the ear. How many of you know that's a miracle? When you have no hearing and all of a sudden you can hear. And they began to tell him how they had been praying for him. And and, and they told me that their, their response was priceless. He said, I've been watching Sandy every time she's on minister the word. They didn't know that he has been watching the services. (laughs) He's been getting the word. His faith has been rising up. He began to believe that God could do for him what the word says that he can do. And all of a sudden, his ear comes open. No hearing now. He has some hearing. Ah. And, when, and, and they knew that it's the word that has been coming on the inside of him. The word of God is power unto salvation or wherever you apply it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus was a healer. What he was yesterday, he is today. Don't ever, look, you know, read the word of God or hear the word of God or hear an awesome testimony of what God has done and and, and allow yourself to think, well, that was then or that was for them. You got to know that what God did for them that he will do for you. That that was not just then. Yeah, it was then, but the same God that did that then is doing it now and will never change. Hallelujah. Some people probably ask if Jesus is the same today then why are all 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 sick people not healed people ask themselves those kind of things if Jesus is the same today then why uh, are all people not healed well you can also ask if Jesus still saves why are all sinners not saved today are you with me because people have those kind of questions if he's a healer then why are all all people not not healed well if if Jesus is still saves does he still save does he still heal? Yeah. Then if he still saves, why are all sinners not saved today? I want you to note this. Only sinners who hear the truth, say here. Yeah. Only sinners who hear the truth and who accept and act upon that truth are saved. No matter what they did. What they've done, the moment that they hear the gospel, they hear the truth and receive it in their hearts and act upon it, which the Bible says that you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and repent of your sins, you shall be saved. So when they act, When they hear, accept, and act, they are saved. If they do not believe God and accept Jesus, then what happens? Is it God's fault? No, it's not God's fault that they didn't get saved. He already paid a price for them to receive this great gift of eternal life. But people have to accept it. They first, before they can accept it, they gotta hear the truth. That's why it's so important to preach the good news of the gospel, to tell people about Jesus, because how will they know unless they hear, and how will they hear unless somebody tells them? And and if somebody tells them, they must go and tell. Amen. It does not mean Jesus has changed if they don't get saved. Right? It doesn't mean that he's lost his power to save. Just because they didn't get saved, they didn't get saved because they didn't receive. So it's not God's fault. It wasn't God's will for them to perish. And it does not change who God is. It doesn't change that God is mighty to save because somebody rejected the truth and didn't want to receive salvation. In the same way, it doesn't change who God is just because somebody is not healed. He's mighty to save. He's the same. He's mighty to heal. He's the same. He doesn't change and he will never change. That's why don't let your faith be based on what what people are going through. Base your faith upon who he is and what the word of God says. Yeah, but sister so-and-so was sister so-and-so. You only know sister so-and-so by what you see sister so-and-so. That doesn't, sister so-and-so circumstances doesn't change what the word of God says. Sister so-and-so doesn't change who God is. He still saves, he still heals, he still delivers. Stop looking at sister so-and-so and and start looking upon the word of God because you'll miss what God wants to do in your life. Look at your neighbor and say, stop looking at sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so get your eyes on Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. He already began, began and finished this race that we're in. And the Bible says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured. He could see what was ahead of him. Do you see what's ahead of you? Can I tell you what the doctor said? Is It doesn't have to be your outcome. What's going on in your marriage doesn't have to be your outcome, but you got to see way beyond. For the joy that was set before him, he could see us being saved. And he endured the cross in spite of all the shame that he went through. They slapped him, they whipped him, they ridiculed him, but what he could see was more empowering than the physical pain. What do you see is important. And what you see is what you should speak from the word of God. You can't claim to see victory and talk defeat. Amen. That's good. I think I'm going to replay this. I'm in taking it as I'm giving it to you. Look at my friend right here looking so beautiful. Stand up right there. You, I'm looking at you. You stand up. Look at her. (laughs) Y'all see the glory, but y'all don't know the story. (laughs) Amazing what God does. You don't even know who you're sitting next to. Some of you are like, should I know? (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) We got security. No, just kidding. God is good. God is good. God is good. good. (laughs) Only Jesus. Only Jesus. What do you think? He's, Jesus is a risen king. Jesus said, and the gospel of the kingdom must be preached as a witness. As a witness. The gospel, Jesus changes lives. Saves lives. What you think just coming to church and just leaving busted up, frustrated, you know, uh, and uh, you ought to enjoy life. You if you if you belong to Jesus, you need to press in until you get rid of every funk that that every you need to get rid of you. Uh, yeah. It's because it's real. But you gotta, you got to press it until you say enough is enough. <laughs> what I'm breeding, I want to live it. And, I, and, and, and I, that's, that should be my portion. I said last week, when you discover the truth, you begin to become really rebellious. See, we were taught don't be rebellious. That's not good. I was rebellious growing up, and I'm not proud of it. I was not the best daughter. I thank God my mother. Where's my mother? Stand up, mother, she's right there. Stand up. I'm one of eight sisters. And one brother. And look at my mom. Does she look, she don't look, she looks great. We were the Mexican Brady Bunch. But when, when, you see, because the thing is, is that, the thing is, is that Satan wants to keep you blind. Yeah, he does. That's what the Bible says. The God of this world blinds the eyes, the minds of the unbelievers, lest they come to know the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? Because when truth shines, then you can see, ah, The devil was trying to take up my life. He wanted me to end my life. He wanted me to think that there was no hope. It's like when, when you begin to get the truth of the word of God, you get a new set of eyes. And you begin to see things with a different perspective. You begin to, to, you know, you begin to have hope. You begin to see what you've never seen. You begin to see uh, um, that there, there, there's, there is hope, that, that, that your life is not over, that God does love you and that he created for you a purpose. And then you begin to think at every th- how the devil tried to take your life, didn't he? And you didn't know that back then. You didn't know the devil's after me, the devil's trying to kill me. You just thought this is just the way life is. But then you, because you were blind, you didn't realize. But then you realized, ha, ah, the devil is a liar. Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm no longer going to have to be dominated by the enemy. I've been set free and whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And I'm going to make it my business to stay free. So see what happens with when when we were in darkness. But when light came. We begin, instead of flowing with darkness and confusion and every evil work, we realize my life is too precious because I'm created in the image and likeness of God to just go down like that. And you begin to rebel against every form of darkness. You do because you realize, ah, that's not, that's not, that you, you didn't even think that there could be another way of living. I didn't you know you know what's the sad part is I grew up in church but I grew up in a lot of religion I grew up in just thinking it was all about just going to church on Sunday mornings but Christianity your life in Jesus Christ is not just about going to church it's about living an empowered life every day of your life and living this inheritance to your children Christ Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law I'm not Whom the sun sets free is free indeed If you're free, shout I am free So when the truth comes to you Then you rebel against every lie You begin to recognize Ah Uh uh Then you eventually quit tripping. (laughs) The things that used to make you trip, you don't trip no more. You, You realize that whosoever is born of God overcometh. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith, our faith in Jesus Christ. Then you realize, I've been crucified with Christ. When I gave my life to Jesus, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. And this life that I now live, I live it having faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. You begin to realize greater is he that is in me than he that is of this world. You begin, it becomes a reality in your life. This life becomes a reality in your life. It's real. This is real. Wow. It's more than just going to church. God wants me to have a sound mind. God wants me to be healed. God wants me to be free. God wants the joy of the Lord to be my strength. God wants me to overcome because he's paid a price so that I can live an overcoming life. And we owe it to God to see to it that we live like that. No longer dominated by sin. No longer uh, uh, having the devil having us in a run, on a run. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. You got to immediately rise up and be like, get to stepping out of here in the mighty. You see, true, the Bible says that when the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard against him. And so people think that scripture that, oh, God's going to come and help me. Well, he's not coming down. And Jesus ain't coming down either. Because did you forget? He already did. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. But he lives in us. By his spirit. And so when the enemy comes. Like a flood. The spirit of the Lord within us. Mr. Victor shall raise up a standard against him but it has to do according to your knowledge of the God that you serve according to what you are a carrier of I'm not just anybody I'm a son of God I am a daughter of the most High God greater is he that is in me than he that is of this world I'm not just playing church I am a believer the body of Christ a And then the, you know, and then when the soul, you begin to recognize, okay, this is not of God. And then you don't go, you, 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 you do something. In the name of Jesus. Let's settle this right now because I ain't got time to think about it one more second. I'm going to settle it and I'm going to move on. I, 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 I refuse to lose sleep because I was that. I refuse to lose, lose sleep. My husband said, did you sleep while I was gone? I said, I slept very well. I missed you though. <laughs> he was in Tampa. <laughs> Cause we never been, we never, we never go nowhere without each other. Like we're always together. But I slept good. I wasn't alone. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, my shotgun on the side of the bed. He left me the forty-five right there. I said, "I'm good, babe. I'm good. I'm good." They don't want none of this. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been trained to shoot. (laughs) Anyways, some of y'all I can tell. (gasps) Le gustan las pistolas. That's right. My trust is in Jesus, but in case my faith fell it <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Say, the Lord is good. <laughs> it's real. It's a, it's a reality. When the light comes, you rebel against darkness. When truth comes, you rebel against every lie. Do you know that the devil knows the scripture? And he'll try to have quote scriptures and he'll try to get you to think it's God's will for you to be messed up like this. It's God's will for you to suffer like this. It's God's will. He, you know, but no, God, God, God shows us his will in his word. And when you are enlightened with the word of God, that you begin to rebel against every true every form of lie. And you and you The Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of every stronghold, casting down every vain imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So, when the lie tries to come and exalt itself against the knowledge of God, of of what God has already said, you immediately have to cast that down and say, No, in the name of Jesus, I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. No, and then when the devil tells you your children are not going to be saved, you immediately, when that thought comes, you cast it down and you begin to Say no in the name of Jesus God wills that none shall perish but they come to repentance my children will serve the Lord hallelujah you cast down every vain imagination the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds when the doctor says that this you're going to have to be like this for the rest of your life say ah no no Jesus Christ paid a price my healing and I refuse that if he took my pains and my sorrows for me to be walking in pain and his sorrows no no thank you very much but you gotta act say act Act. you gotta act that's what the book of acts is people of action that acted ACT act they acted once Jesus ascended to be with the father He took his rightful place. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They began to act. And God was confirming his word with miracles, signs, and wonders. As you act on the word of God, God will confirm his word with miracles, signs, and wonders in your life. If you believe that, I want you to say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is not a respecter of people. What he does for one, he'll do for another. So, he changes not. What happens, what people choose to receive for themselves, whether they choose to not believe, it doesn't change who God is. All I need to know is that God did it for somebody in the word of God. And if he didn't do it for somebody else, it's not because I know he didn't do it. And and it doesn't change what I believe. Who he is. Jesus Christ. The same. Yesterday. Today. And forever. Hallelujah. For you are great. Why did I sing that? Cause I'm trying to think of what else I'm gonna say. <laughs> Nothing spiritual. God is good. Who came desiring that change? Jesus said in John ten ten. It's a, you hear it out probably every service. That the, the thief, the thief. There's a thief. And there's an enemy, and I'm not saying that to glorify him or to pump him up, but you got to know. The thief cometh, but to steal, kill, and to destroy. To destroy your health, destroy your peace, and ultimately destroy you. But Jesus said. I've come come that you might enjoy life. If you're doing anything else but enjoying life, that can turn around for you today. Because people that understand this, even when things don't look that great, they understand this is, I, I could still enjoy life because this is not the end of it. And they're still happy. They still show up. They still rejoice. They still praise the Lord. Because you know, that you might, it, 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 Jesus said, I've come that you might uh, enjoy life. You know, I was in church for a while and I was miserable. And it's not like that we lacked anything. It's not like, you know, I needed a home. I needed a car. No, I, we had everything. My husband had just moved us into a new house, just bought a car, bought the big screen TV. You know, everybody thinks that if I had all those things, I'm going to be very happy. You can have everything. And if you don't have Jesus, if you don't have, are enlightened of of, of what only he can give you, you can have a house, but it ain't going to be a home. You can have a, mar- a, a, a wife, but it ain't going to be a marriage. You're going to have children at home, but it ain't going to be a family. It's the truth. It's the truth. And I know what it is to live like that. I'm not just telling you. I know what it is to live like that. And it's a very sad life. I know what it is to live a life where you want everybody to think that everything is good with you. Good thing I didn't have Facebook back then. Because all of you would have been watching my fake page. <laughs> of how happy we are, but at the end of the day, nos agarramos You know? Is it true? That's how we were. We've been married almost 30 years. And we know what it is to have a marriage without God. And we know what it is to have a marriage when God where God is the center of it. I know, I know how it is. So, you know, you gotta listen to somebody. And so until that that, you know, until we got tired of being sick and tired. You know, I I begin to realize. I begin to realize. You know, I begin to look at the life of Jesus. I begin to read the Word of God, and I and I and, and there was something missing. We were still mad. We were still angry. You know, dwelling on the past and the people that did this to me and like a ticking bomb and toda amargada, toda like, uh, you know, pero in front of everybody. <laughs> Look at Sandy. She never has issues. That's right. That's right, You Yada. To... Man, if they they used to tell their wife, "If you only had a husband like George, or if you only had a wife like her," I'm like, don't ever do that because you never know what the heck people are going through. Back then, now you ought to get you a husband like mine. <laughs> the Lord's done a great work, let me tell you, because. Well. On both of us, babe. You want the (laughs) and then I realized, you know what? I don't want I don't want to this is not God's will for me to live like this. I don't I don't wanna live that life. What life? A pretentious life. I really wanna be happy. Like I wanna be happy. I want to I wanna be happy. I want to enjoy life. I, I want to I wanna live that abundant, joyful life. I want, I want that. And I thank God that we found it. We found it in Jesus Christ. You know, when we got it, when we came to the end of ourselves and realized in our own, we can't do nothing. But with Jesus Christ, we can do all things. You know, many people try to get, they, they don't want to do anything until they get all their ducks in a row. Can I tell you something about the duck family? <laughs> you can try to tell them all to get in a row. They ain't none of them going to get in a row and listen to you until you start walking. Father, start leading your family. Mother, start helping the, the father. And begin to wait. Mother, if you're the only one at home, start walking. And as you do, all your ducks are going to get in line. The Bible says that all things work together for the good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. you waiting to get, if I can only do this, or if I can, when I, this happens, when I win the lotto, when I do this, when blah, blah, blah. No, the time is now. The time is now. God is a good God and God is a faithful God. You're waiting on God, but God is waiting on you. That change comes to you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you glad you came to the house of the Lord? That's just half of my message. I'll give you the half, other half tonight. I'm going to stop right there. Worship team, you can go ahead and come up. I'm going to pray. God is good. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. We're going to go to the next part of the services, which I'm going to take some time to minister to you. In prayer, hallelujah, praise the name of the Lord. You know that song, that life with Jesus is, my life is better, da-da-da better, when I am following you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, maybe we can do that. Yeah, keep singing. singing cuz the worship team's having a meeting. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We got it. Keep singing, y'all. Praise God. They got y'all. How many of you know it's it's awesome to serve the Lord? For some of you visiting, you're probably like, I've never been to a church like this. And you're right. No, just it's the greatest thing. The great, you know, we make tons of decisions on a daily basis. But the most important decision that you'll ever make is to make the decision of surrendering your life to Jesus. Now, hear me out. I didn't say surrender your life to a denomination, religion, a church. I said to Jesus. He's the giver of life. He's the one that gives eternal life. Amen. He's the one that died for you. The Bible says that for all I have sinned and come short of the glory of God, the wages of sin is death. But there's a gift in God and it's eternal life, and the Bible says that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So whosoever qualifies anyone. That's the wonderful thing. Whosoever qualifies anyone. You, you might ask yourself, you, you, you mean God can save somebody like me? Yes, he can. Because can I tell you, he already paid a price for you. The Bible says that while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for me. Well, if he did, then what, what, else, what, what else matters? Well, you have to receive him. You have to accept him. You have to surrender your life to him. You have to, you know, the wages of sin is death. You have to repent of your sin. And let him uh, 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 take that stony heart and put a, a new heart in you. The Bible says that when you give your life to Jesus, he not just forgives you of, of your sin, he cancels the record of it. That he, he doesn't remember them anything of that anymore. The Bible says that if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. All things pass away, behold, all things become new it's a miracle it's a miracle he makes you someone new as if you've never existed you might look the same on the outside but something spiritual takes place on the inside he gives you new life and you'll know it because you're not you're not the same amen and he and, and for this reason was the son of god manifested to destroy the works of the devil the power of the devil, when you give your life to Jesus, the power of the devil is broken out of your, out of your life. And then he, get, he has given the, his body, the church, all power, all authority over all the work of the devil. You can partake in that authority. As a matter of fact, I'm going to start a series, a study course on the believer's authority. How many of you are excited for that? <laughs> Amen. I encourage you to register online if you haven't yet. But I want to tell you today, Jesus loves you. He has a, God has a wonderful plan for your life, but you got to, you got to receive him. He extends the gift, you know, if you, if you, if somebody gives you a gift, you got to receive it and you got to open it and you got to wear it. So he extends the gift. Would you receive it this morning? He's the change you ever desired. He's the wholeness that you've ever desired. He's the prince of peace. Jesus said, I I give you, leave you a peace, not like the world offers. The world offers you temporary peace, temporary fixes. They help you a little bit. It's like a Band-Aid. Jesus did not come to do that. Jesus said, my peace I give unto you. And, And can I tell you something? The peace of God is the greatest thing. It's that same peace that when Jesus was on a boat with his disciples and a great storm was about to take him out, Jesus was asleep. May that peace come upon you as you yield your life to Jesus this morning. That the last time you had trouble sleeping, they're going to have trouble waking you up. In a good way, like not because you crossed over to heaven. (laughs) Did you hear my sister so-and-so? They went to bed and uh, they must have got a lot of that peace you were talking about. Anyways, is that you this morning? Is that you that says, I walked into this place. I heard what you said. I believe that Jesus is a change I've been looking for. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to receive forgiveness of my sin. I want to receive a new life. Would you please pray for me, Pastor Sandy? If that's you, right where you're at, just lift up your hand right now. Right where you're at. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Don't leave out of here the same, please. This is the most important part. Maybe you're here this morning and you might say, Pastor Sandy, I've already received Jesus Christ way back then but you know that since then there's things that have taken place in your life that little by little got you away from the things of God. You were once following him. You were once serving him. You were once enjoying life. You were once, uh, uh, you know, walking in this peace and abundant joyous life. But due to those things that took place in your life, little by little, those things began to cause you to get away from the things of God. And you realize that you're not where you need to be with God. But today you come, today you heard, and today you say, I want a fresh start with God. I want to rededicate my life. I want to come back to him. Would you please pray for me? If that is you right where you're at, just lift up your hand right now and let me know. That's me, Pastor Sandy. Would you thank you? Would you please pray for me? Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else?